Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is the son of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the head of the LCI Mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. I'm reading from verse number 1 and 2. Can we read together? Genesis chapter 4 verse 1 and 2. One go. And Adam knew and and bare Cain and he said I have gotten a man from the Lord. Verse number 2. And she and Abel was a keeper of the sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. Amen. Any time those who have been to school, you know that any time they introduce but but it's a contra is introducing something unfortunate. So she is very good but He is very kind but it is like unfortunately something has come to destroy all the nice things that has been said. Hallelujah. Bible says Cain was the one to be born first then Abel. But Bible says even the first one he chose to do something else. I wish there's time You see what you become is also partly due to the type of work you do. So when you go to verse number 3, Bible says there came a time and in process of time it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. Continue. And Abel, he also brought of the firstlings of the flock of the fat thereof. Are you there? and the lord had respect unto abel and to his offering but but unto cain and to his offering he had not respect and cain was very rough and his countenance fell the work he did was the reason for his offering and the offering did not please god may you do the right work amen Me why he was there you see you cannot give excuse he was the firstborn Abel came after him so he could have chosen to be a shepherd when you read through the bible all the people that you know they were shepherds that's why Jesus came as a shepherd that's what bible said that and verse number 4 uh, number 2 go go back bible says that and she bare again his brother Abel and Abel was a keeper of sheep may you be a keeper of sheep amen in the year of the shepherd may you keep the sheep amen. bible speaks of david it said and david kept the flock of his father jethro and when he even had to go and give some things he left the few sheep with an innkeeper we read about abraham how he kept the flock we read about uh, isaac how he kept the flock we read about jacob how he kept the flock 
you think about anyone who did well and God has used, there was something about them. They kept the flock. Hallelujah. It's no wonder that God refers to us as sheep. No matter your work, no matter what you are doing, being a student, one other thing you need to do for God to be interested in your affairs and to bless you the way he blessed the men, renowned men of old, is to be a keeper of sheep. Hallelujah. We need to work the field of souls. We need to go everywhere and do something. Hallelujah. Bible said, and Abel kept the sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. But Cain, but it introduced their contrast, something that is unfortunate. Are you here? For just two or so minutes, I need you to lift your hands and say, Lord, may I be a keeper. Make me a shepherd. In the year of the shepherd, may I be a keeper. May I keep be a keeper of the sheep. Oh, yes, Lord. Pray like you mean. Lift your hand. Somebody lift your hand and call on God. Lift your hand and call on God. Speak it. Speak it. Father, in the name of Jesus. Hey, Abandu Rosharababa. Mashande Kebataka. Lord of God. Lord of God. Mashaka Bande Libahata Bande. Hey, Abalababa. Riamdu Toba Rianda Rabaya. Oh, Lord, may I. In addition to whatever work I'm doing, may I be a keeper, oh yes, of your sheep. May I keep the sheep of God. May I be a shepherd. Oh Lord, give me a shepherd's heart. May I be a shepherd. Lift your hands and talk to him. Talk to him like you mean it. That this year, 2020, Lord, in all I will do, may I have people who come to church. May I have people who will be in heaven because of me. Because of my activities, may some people, may some people follow me to church. May I be a keeper. Hey, Lord of God, I am there. Help me to invite my friends. Help me. Help me. May I be a keeper. May I be a keeper of the sheep. May I be a shepherd. Oh, yes, Lord, like Abel. I am daily banda riashakataya. Oh, Lord, we pray. Mashanda Rababe. You came as the good shepherd. Lord, I want to take after you. I want to be like Jesus. I want to be a keeper of the sheep as well. Hey, Kabande Roshakatayaba. Hey, and Eva was a keeper. But Cain was a tiller of the ground. Father, make us keepers. Keepers of the flock. Keepers of sheep. Keepers of sheep. Father, we pray for a heart of a shepherd. We pray for a heart of a shepherd. May we keep the flock. May we keep the flock. May I be a keeper. Oh yes, make me a shepherd. Make me a shepherd. Make me a shepherd. Shandalabaya. Oh Lord, lead us. Lead us to keep your flock of God. Oh yes, Lord. Sing it to him, little Lord. Oh, uh-huh.
shepherd and the chief shepherd. May we do something with our life for your kingdom. To care, to love, to guide, and to bring solution to those you died for. May the grace of God that brings salvation, oh yes, appear wherever we stand to speak about you. We thank you this morning. We say have your way. Let your will be done. And may we not be the same because we came. We give you all the praise in Jesus' name. And all the saints shall shout and say, Amen. Hallelujah. Somebody put your hands together and give the Lord a shout. Please be seated in heavenly places. So this year has been declared by our Father as the year of the shepherd. Tell somebody sitting by you, I'm a shepherd. Tell the person, I will show you my sheep. Tell another person, I'm becoming a shepherd. I will bring my sheep next week. Hallelujah. It's either you are a shepherd now or you are becoming a shepherd. Hallelujah. In the year of the shepherd, may you be a shepherd. That is the, that, that, that is the essence that is the truth about Christianity. God left us here to become shepherds and to lead and guide other people into safety. Amen. And we noticed that a shepherd is what? Who is a shepherd? A loving, caring guide with solutions. Amen. Okay, so in the year of the shepherd, you need to become a loving, caring guide with solutions for people who need solution. Amen. Sometimes you will have to spend the night studying so that you can give solution to some people. Amen. Sometimes you may have to spend the night praying for others so that the people will be free. Amen. Okay, so let's go to our foundational scripture. Ephesians chapter 4. Do you remember? It's a scripture that you don't need to forget. Ephesians chapter 4, verse number 11 and 12. Hallelujah. 
Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 and 12. Can we read it together? One, go. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some and teachers for Hey, some people are not. <laughs> okay, so it's very simple. You also know a scripture. Lift your hand like this. Okay, so the verse number 11 is like that. He gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some and for the perfection of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Why is this? The apostle is the one that touches all. The apostle establishes people. Establish. You see, the apostle, if you're an apostle, you can prophesy, you can evangelize, you can pastor, you can teach. But if you're a prophet, you say, that says the Lord. That says the Lord. And if you're an evangelist, the tall uh, finger, you reach all the corners. You go wherever God wants you to go. And if you're a pastor, that's where we put the love ring. Pastor has love. And if you're a teacher, you teach small enough, it goes into the year. This, you get it. You teach for people to understand. Hallelujah. So that is, that is why we have the five fingers. We, we call it the fivefold ministry. And when you clench it, you have the fist of God. Amen. So Bible says he gave some apostles and some prophets and evangelists, some evangelists and some uh, pastors and teachers. Okay? What why did God give all these things? For perfecting of ordinary saints for the work of the ministry so that the body of Christ will be edified. Amen. So ordinary saints must be perfected. Seven to eight billion people are going to go to hell. If God wants to save them, he will not just choose just few. If you had seven billion people to help, will you choose only five groups of people? So he want ordinary saints. That's why he gave this fivefold ministry for perfection. To perfect ordinary saints, like I'm saying, that this year you are going to be a shepherd or you are already a shepherd. Amen. Ordinary saints can do the work of the ministry. Hallelujah. Amen. So when you have been perfected to do the work of the ministry, okay, that is the work of every pastor evangelist. Now, it looks as though people even don't want to know about what God will have them do. Because we have forgotten what is the core, what is the main duty of an apostle evangelist. Bible said that he gave all these giftings to us to perfect. So anytime you come to church, you have come to be perfected. You have come to be trained. You have come to be developed in areas that will help you do the work of the ministry. Amen. So you don't just come to church to enjoy worship. So that after the worship, you said they did not sing my song. No, you are not here for us to sing your song. You are here to be perfected. Hallelujah. Tell somebody I'm being perfected. Tell somebody I'm being trained. And I love it. That is why you need to have a Bible, you need to have a notebook, and you need to have a pen. 
so that you will be able to take notes. Amen. Amen. So the, 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 the act of perfecting, okay, the act of perfecting training and causing people to become uh, able to help others is the act, we call it sharing the burden. Sharing the burden. So that is the title of my message today, sharing the burden. Amen. Sharing, it's a burden. It's a burden for God, for people to go to heaven. That is God's burden. And God wants me and you to join in and to share the burden. Can I hear your loudest amen? Amen. Are you going to join in sharing the burden? Are you going to join? Numbers chapter 11, verse number 16 and 17. Numbers. Numbers chapter 11. Somebody was reciting the times table and uh, go to the, the 11th. So, you know, they say 2 times 1, 2, 2 times 2, 4, 2 times 3, 6. But when he got to 11, he did not know. So he said 11 times 1, 11. It times to 2, 11, 11. Times to 2, 11, 11. 11, 11, 11. So 11 times 1, 11. It times to 2, 11, 11. Times 3, 11, 11, 11. Hey! There you have to do the summation. But we are in numbers. Hey, why am I entering into so much trouble this morning? Father, save me. I'm preaching. Numbers chapter 11, verse number 16 and 17. And the Lord said to Moses, Gather unto me 70 men of the elders of Israel. Whom thou knowest to be the elders of the people and officers over them, and bring them unto the tabernacle of the congregation. He said, Bring them into church. Let be in church this morning, that they may stand there with thee. 17. And I, God, I will come down and talk with thee there, and I will take of the spirit or the anointing which is upon you, and I will put it on them. And they shall bear, underline that scripture, they shall bear the burden of the people with thee, that thou bear it not thyself alone. God calls it a burden. God says that bring 70. God has anointed Moses. He's able to put a stick down. He becomes a snake. He did wonders. He did everything that you think that a pastor should be able to do. God gave Moses Spectacular miracles that help the people to believe that he is sent of God. Hallelujah. But when even they had come out, God told him that, look, the burden of the people cannot be borne by you alone. He said, bring people, 70 of them, and bring them, and I'm going to take the anointing that is upon you. In other words, I'm going to help you to carry the load. Are you there? Say, I'm going to uh, anoint them. May you be anointed. I say, may you be anointed. So that they will be able to do what? Bear the burden. Tell somebody, bear the burden. Has anybody got a different translation? If you have a different translation, it will tell you, share the burden. Is there a different translation? What does it say?
okay, then able to take some of the load of the people, some of the load, okay. Mm -hmm. You won't have to carry the whole thing alone, okay. You won't have to carry it uh, alone. He said, uh, bring some people with you that will be able to help you to carry, okay, to share the burden or the bear the burden, amen. So I'm sharing with you, bearing the burden. So God wants many people to bring their shoulders under the burden, the load, and the work of the ministry. Amen. But do you know what? Pastors, it's a burden. It's a burden, but I will, I will tell you something. Don't tell anybody I told you. Can you keep secret? It's a burden. Yes, it is. But you will be surprised that people love the burden so much so that they don't want to share with others. Yeah. There are pastors who wouldn't want to even, they want to keep the ministry, pastoral work and what you need to do as a, like a mystery. In, in, in a way that you cannot get to understand what a pastor do. It's like a pastor is like a magician. It's like you don't know what a pastor does. And hey, if you see the pastor, say, Why? Because they don't want to share the burden. The burden is very nice. The burden is very sweet. There's something in the burden. A burden is like working. You see, people who like to work are paid. So if you don't like working, you you will not be paid. So pastors, some pastors are denying people from being paid. Because it's only those who work who are paid. Hallelujah. So when they allow you to join in and you also do something for God, you are going to become very rich by God and God is going to take care of you. So this morning I'm trying to share the burden with you. But quickly, I want to show you why pastors, some pastors don't want to, uh, don't want you, don't want you in particular to join, to become a shepherd. Some pastors, not me, me, I want you to become. Look, next week, we are doing operations set by your soul. Hallelujah. Everybody, come early with your members. You are a shepherd. The first reason why pastors don't want people to share the burden with them is that they want, they want all the glory to themselves. It feels good to be the only one who talks to God on behalf of people. Hallelujah. <laughs> glory to God. Some people want to take all the glory. They don't want other people to share the glory of knowing God and being closer to God. It's like it takes from, from them. People will not suck up to them. People will not look up to them. So they don't want to share the burden. They don't want you to do anything in church. The rich people, the educated, they use it for the cosmetic image of the church. They have special seats that they will let them sit on. You just come, pay your tithe and give offering. We will do the work. Because if you join in, it's not going to uh, be a lot of, uh, uh, what do you call, glory to me. They don't want other people to share the glory with them. They want to take the glory alone. Number two, they want people to feel that they are the only ones with a supernatural gift. Hallelujah. If I lay hands on you, you fall down and say, yeah. Now I'm coming to show you how to pray, how to do so many things, so that you can also lay hands on people to fall. 
Do you understand? Then it looks like I have a gift, you also have a gift. But if I'm the only one who can uh, slay you, say, receive it, then you're on the heart. It's like, yeah, the guy has a supernatural gift. So some people don't want others, okay, to experience the gift of God, or they want people to feel that they are the only ones with a supernatural gift. Number three, they want people to show appreciation to them alone. There are people here. There are people here that they may not even know me uh, uh, as well as their shepherd. Because other people have been encouraged to do, do you understand? So people are going to show appreciation to ordinary people who have been trained. Not only the uh, pastor, not only the apostle or the prophet, or, but ordinary people who have been perfected. People are going to be so appreciated. Thank you for leading me to Christ. Everybody here can lead somebody to Christ. Everybody here can bring somebody to God. And when you bring somebody to God, that person knows and is going to appreciate as time goes on. She's going to know that had they not been you, her life would have been spoiled. And some pastors don't want to share that appreciation. They want, have you had pastors' appreciation day? I think that we don't do it in our church. Uh, we, we need to uh, start. <laughs> Are you here? People want to take the appreciation. That's why they don't want to share the burden. Hallelujah. Others are afraid of rebellion. That's another reason. What num- number is that? Yeah, others are afraid of. There are people who are rebellious. When they see that they can also win so this thing, they now defile the others. Pastor has allowed you to do something small. People are afraid that people will rebel. They will not listen to them any longer. They say, you know what, all of you. That's when you go to some churches, the pastor is the head of the church and the assistant is the uh, uh, wife. And the treasures are the children. <laughs> they don't want any problem. Yeah, you just come, we'll pray to you. Yeah. And the last one. There's not what I'm just saying, but I'm going to the main thing. The last one, why many people don't share the burden, is that they are afraid that their assistant or the, those they introduce or will outshine them. Hello? Yeah. They are sometimes they are afraid that, hey, if I introduce other people to and show them, can win souls like this and uh, they can outshine me. So I don't want, I want to be the only one shining. I don't want to reduce my shine. <laughs> but what you need to understand is that the work of God is not your work. That's how God will remove you quickly. God, you see, the, the, you did not die for the people. God wants everybody to go to heaven. So allow the people that God brings into the church to be partakers of the glory and the appreciation that people... Look, there are people here. You are here because somebody uh, invited you or somebody reached out to you. It's not me. God knows who brought you. Hallelujah. Yeah, and you, you, you are going to lead other people to Christ and God is going to reward you. Bible says at the end of the day, we will be rewarded according to our labor. God will not reward me for your labor. And you cannot also take away my labor. 
for leading you and helping you even to become shepherds. Whatever you do, I have a small portion in it. So if you win maybe thousands of maybe uh, have you heard of uh, subsidiary companies? A company with other yeah. It's 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 amazing that some pastor cannot think far. That when you involve other people to do the work of God, you rather become greater. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you here? Amen. Yeah. So I need every one of us to write, write where you cannot forget that you are a shepherd from today. Amen. Come and share the glory. Come and uh, people will show you appreciation for being their shepherd and helping them. Can I hear loudest? Amen. Amen. Because the Bible says the word. The Lord sent his word. But great is the company of those who publish it. Are you here? Psalm 68, verse number 11. Is it there in your Bible? Look at it. Look at it. Bible says, the Lord sent the word. The, the Lord. Yeah, the, the, the Lord gave the word. Great was the company of those that published it. Hallelujah. So God does not intend. He sent only his begotten son. God will always use one person. But the one person is the head. That's why he says that I sought for a man. He did not sought for a group. Hallelujah. And you need to understand. If you are doing something in church. And somebody brought you in. In our church. uh, Bishop Dad. My father. He is the source. He is the source. He is the head. He sought for a man. I have never imagined or thought of giving a a church name. Or I have not sat down thinking about what name should I call this church. I have never never had any such problem. God called a man. A man. And he gives him a word. Go and preach to pastors. Loyalty and disloyalty. Salvation. Plant churches. But great is the company of those. That is why we are in over 92 countries. With more than 4,000 branches and still counting. Can I hear a loud say amen? amen? Why? Because we understand that God's principle is to call a man. He did not bring Jesus and Adam and other people. No. He raised Jesus. But Jesus gathered the twelve. He sought for a man. That is why when Abraham, God called him to go out and he called a lot. God stopped speaking until Lord left. The day Lord left, he said, now that you are alone, look and I will give you. The people that are with you, because Lord was thinking that they were partners. Lord was thinking that he and Abraham were called together. God called Moses. Aaron came to help. God did not call Moses and Aaron together. You need to understand that your calling is to help the set man. Your calling, I am here doing for you what Bishop would do for you himself. But because he cannot be here and be in Ghana at the same time and be in Africa coast and be in Ethiopia and be in Canada, he has set me here. He has given him a word. I'm preaching. I'm preaching from the word that God has given him. God gave the word, but great is the company of those who publish it. Join them. This, this is what God does. Hallelujah. Amen. That is when you go to Ephesians chapter 1. When you read the last verse, he said, Bible says, and Jesus is the head of the, of the church and the church is the body. There is nothing with double head. Anything that has double head is a beast. 
Jesus is the head and the church is the body. Can you count the number of churches we have? We have charismatic Pentecostal. We, we don't even want to come to the name of the churches. You, and all these different churches come together to form the body of Jesus. And Jesus alone is the head of the church. Jesus and nobody is sharing the headship of the church. Are you here? Yeah. So you need to understand that look, God, he uses a man. He will send somebody and believe it. That is your safety. I don't struggle at all. The anointing that I operate in my life has come from my father. Amen. Yeah. I trained as an accountant. I did not have any background in this. But through my father, I have come to catch an anointing that is tasty, very oily. I'm not talking about balance sheet and equity ratio and sharing ratio and financial engineering. No. I'm now talking about shepherding. Through the shepherd I've come. Amen. Yeah. He sent the word, but great is the company of those that publish it. So that he sought for a man. He sought for a man. God will always. You see, when you go to a church that people don't know even their position, it destroys the church. It destroys. So, as God is going to lift you and also give you the grace to, you need to know that you are part of those who are publishing the message that God has given. Amen. Can I hear a loud amen? amen? That is why you are a shepherd to help what God is doing. Amen. amen. Fantastic. So it's very important. It's very important that God wants great people, great, great company. I wish that everyone here, sitting here, will be a pastor. In our church, we say that everyone a minister. Everyone, everyone must be a minister. You don't need to be the one holding the microphone. You can minister in song. You can minister with your body. You can minister a purpose. A different you can do something. Whatever you are doing should lead to somebody going to heaven. That is all it's about. Can I hear your loudest amen? amen? So understand that God wants you to join the great company of those who will publish the word. Amen. God wants you to be part of it. And you will be surprised. God is going to bless your life in a way that you have not imagined. God is going to take care of you. What you have not imagined God will do, he will do it for you and you will be surprised. Hallelujah. Because he takes care of his own. Amen. Amen. So sharing the burden. Many people don't understand what the burden is. Why is it a burden? So you see, as you becoming a shepherd, I don't want you to come into something that you don't know what you have signed up for. Sometimes some people marry people, they fall in love with the beauty. But when they get married, then they see the character. They say, mm. what, what did I see? They saw a beautiful face. They saw a nice walking. But when they marry, they notice that, hey, the lady can snore. They, they married somebody with a long hair. But when they, when they saw that the lady was a bad hair, they do. Hey! So I don't want you to be shocked as you are becoming a shepherd. You need to understand what you are entering into. What is the burden? Why is it that taking care of people is a burden? Hello? 
Because if you don't know, if you don't know, you can you can be shocked. I don't know what Dr. Rosie say will tell you. Many people, more people die from shock when they have accident than even what happened to them. Shock. So if you are becoming a shepherd, I don't want you to be killed by shock. I want to tell you what you have signed up for as a shepherd. How many want to know what is going to be for you as a shepherd? Why is it a burden? It looks nice when you see a pastor in a girl. You say, wow. Wow. I, want to, I, I also want to be a pastor. And I'll be walking like this. And I'll be preaching. And people will say, yeah. 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 You will be shocked. Round one of being a pastor. say, hey. Pastor, you did not tell me about this. I don't want any shock to kill you. That's why I want to share the burden with you. Amen. You see, once you know, once you know that it's a burden, you will not, you will not be shocked. Once you know this is going to happen, you will, not, you will not die. It's like you are sitting in a car and you did not know that there's a hill. When you, go, <laughs> you, you see the way, <laughs> but when you see the hill, say that it doesn't, you go up, even when it goes down, you, uh, you saw it, so you just, <clears throat> then you, you, you continue. But when you don't see anything, the thing goes up, <laughs> you, you will be shocked. Hallelujah. So sharing the burden will prevent you from being shocked. Why is pastoring people? To lead people. One day, Bishop wanted to give a lady a work to do. The lady told her, told him, sorry, if the work has to do with people, the only work I want is to arrange boxes, anything which does not concern people. People are one of the difficult people to lead. People are not people. So when you are becoming a pastor, you are a shepherd and you don't know. Okay? You don't know. It's like you have a pet. You have, you have a pet and you don't know the, 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 the what do you call the traits. You, you will be surprised. Are you getting it? Or you've seen a, a snake and you, you are using it like a belt. It will bite you. When a snake bites you, it's not done anything strange. It is in nature. So as you are becoming a shepherd, you need to know what are the behavior of the sheep that I'm going to. Why is this such a burden? How many want to know why? Yes, there are things. You see, when you get to know, you see that you will prepare for it. You will not be shocked any longer. So number one, I'm just giving you quickly and will be. Maybe I should mention it quickly in case I'm not able to finish. Then, number one. (laughs) Number one. Shepherding people or pastoring people is such a burden because people are ungrateful and forgetful. You need to know that being a shepherd, you have been called. God wants to join, okay, to care, to love, to guide, and to bring solution to people who are forgetful and ungrateful. It's just like having a crab as a pet. 
even 20 years, it will still bite you. You cannot, you cannot give a crab enough time to know you. Do you understand? Yeah, you, you cannot give any kind of crab. Whether, uh, uh, what do you call it? We have different kinds of crabs, but another time for that. You, you need to understand that God has called you to, to care, to love, to guide and bring solutions to people who are ungrateful and forgetful. God, and the work that we are doing as shepherds is the same work that Moses had to do. Moses was called by God to go and help some people. These people were in bondage. They were slaves. They had tax masters. They were being beaten. They were being tormented. Can you believe that Moses went and delivered these people? They were no longer slaves. They came out of Egypt. They were going into the promised land. But one of the things that happened, these people murmured. They complained. They spoke against Moses. They were always talking. At a point, they were saying that Moses, have you come to kill us? It would have been better for us to be in Egypt. Said, now we cannot, when we're in Egypt. You see, sometimes when people are becoming some way, they speak as though life was better when they were not in the church. You were born, you were in bondage to sin. Look at how your old boyfriend misused you. Look at how he abused you. And he refused you on top. And we came for you. Now you are sitting in church. Beautiful. But you see, when your, 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 your madness comes, it has to, uh, since I came to this church. <laughs> hey, really? Like, seriously? You were contemplating suicide before we came in. So when some it rains and you uh, you are not able to you get wet coming to church, don't be angry with me. I'm not the one who rained. Are you, are you getting it? Don't blame the church. God has only done you good by bringing you. People complain against Moses as though Moses was a bad man. He's done something bad. They had forgotten. I'm talking about ungrateful people. How many? think that the people should have at least been thankful to Moses. Moses came to Egypt. They had to go and fight with Pharaoh. Different, his own life was on the line. 80% of the problems of pastors are coming from the church members. Yeah, every pastor, 80% of your problems are... Yeah. So, be aware that the people you are going to help They will not even remember how you walked through the darkness to come and pray for them, how you met them, how you paid their uh, school fees, how you paid their transportation. They will forget. They will not thank you for, don't expect thank you. You are not a good pastor because you are expecting thank you from the people you are helping. But God has not called you to help people who will say thank you. God has not called you to help people who will say, I remember what you've done for me. God, God will pay you himself. He said, you work for me, I will, I will repay you. That's why many people are not pastors. That's why many people, they don't even want to go to places. I, with this church you are seeing, we started it in Kailicha. We did not go and pitch it in Century City. That's where we were in the midst. My, 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 this, this was my, uh, 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 what do you call it? Yeah. 
when you came to church, how old were you? 11 years, Bishop. 11 years. What can you get from 11 years? Did I used to come and pick you with my own bus? Yes, please, Bishop. Yeah. Look, every month my bill was over 6,000 rand. 6,000. Picking people. Picking orphans who mothers and fathers are alive. They were orphans, but with their mother, orphans, they have been dealt to the wind. Orphans who their parents are around. You, 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 you need to give them food after church. You need to transport them to church and take. Do you think that I was expecting thank you from an 11-year-old boy? No. Did you, have you ever said thank you? You are not a good pastor and you are not doing well because you are expecting people who will be able to appreciate what you are doing. God has not called you to help people who appreciate and can say and can. No, I don't even, I'm, I'm still helping him. All these years, it's been so many years. I'm still helping him. It, it doesn't bother me. God sought me out. God takes care of me. My duty, he said, look, go and take care of these people. Moses did not complain. Say, these people, they will forget. They had forgotten. Some of us, you almost became a prostitute. You have forgotten. When you get angry, you you just speak anyhow against the church. But you see, it shouldn't allow you to say that, "Ah, these people, I'm giving up on her. Ah, Oh, go to hell. No, if they said to you, go to hell, will you be here? It's your time and it's your time to help some ungrateful and forgetful people. You don't want to do it. And when you are helping these people, it looks as though they are doing you a favor. That is the work and the burden. It's a burden because the person will forget. And the person will not remember, will not be grateful. But you see, that's what I'm telling you. So that when you are helping somebody, you don't help somebody with an eye. That the person will say thank you. Or with the person, no. The work of a pastor is an thankless job. But God pays you. Can I tell you something? If it, it was so bad, why do people not share it? If people not saying thank you and forgetting is so bad, why is it that some pastor don't want you to join? It's not so bad after all. <laughs> you see, it's like, it's like some of you who are complaining about your children. You, one day you see, when your children leave your house, you will see that you want some noise in the house. You, your... Some of you are always fighting with your husband. When your husband dies and you are alone, you notice how lonely you will be. Notice that the problems are good. You even want somebody to give you something to do. Hey, there's nobody here. The place is quiet. See that you are alone in the house. How will you behave if there's nobody to help? If there are no children to create problems that you will solve it. You will be alone. You can't even think. You'll be sad. You'll be confused. So, mothers, don't say, hey, I, I'm waiting the way you, the day they leave, eh, you see that you are alone. No? You go to the house, see that you are alone. There's no problem for you to solve. You see that you want, that's why, that's why when they mature, they want grandchildren. You are now calling for grandchildren. You now need grandchildren. Because you are telling them, you are, you are stubborn, you don't do this. Hey, this kid, it's part. It's, it's, you have something to do. You have somebody even to talk to. Have somebody to come and cry. It, it's part of the joy. 
You wait when they go, go away. You will come and say, the pastor, what should I do? I will say that you need grandchildren now. That's why every grandmother loved the grandchildren. They loved them. They, hey, to make noise when it's come. Often children love their grandparents than their parents. Because the parents are not, they are not experienced. They don't know that when these people go, they will also be alone. But the grandparents have learned that the, the, the talking and the shouting is good. It's a blessing in a disguise. I see you becoming a shepherd. The forgetful and the ungrateful attitude of people will not put you off. Yeah. Be, oh, you will help people without you expecting them to say thank you. Thank you for... No. 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 I think that it's been... I've been here for over... Uh, uh, over 10 years. Or 11 years. Yeah. It's just... I think last two years that if even people even remember that I have a birthday, <laughs> that I was also born. Do, do you understand? Yeah. And even on my birthday, I am the one who spread the people around me. I, I do. Yeah. On my 40th birthday. Sorry, I'm still coming. <laughs> on my 40th birthday, I'm the one who threw party for all my leaders. Yeah, I session them. Ah. I'm, am I waiting for you? No. I'm not waiting for you. From my birthday, I spread them. That's the work that God has called us. Don't be somebody who is always sitting down, longingly looking for somebody to say, thank you, Shawanda. Thank you, uh, shepherd. No, 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 no. It's uncalled for. That's why we don't have good uh, pastors and good shepherds. They want to plant churches where people, they want, uh, uh, what do you call, managers from uh, ESCOM and supervisors in, in, in KFC and uh, what do you call it, attendants in Nando's to be. It's like they are already working. But look at them. My bus will be full. I will go up and down bringing children. I have to look for school. Even some of them get, teach them maths. Hey! So one day when, when you see me, God has blessed me. Don't, don't, don't criticize. You are looking for fruits. But I'm looking for seeds that I will sow. Yeah. I'm trying. It's working. It's working. Second Timothy chapter 3 verse number 1 and 2. Look at it. This know also that in the last days, perilous times shall come. Men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents, unthankful, and unholy. They can't say thank you. That's what God says that in the last days, what is going to happen. So, Mr. Man, look. Just arrange yourself to do what God has asked you to do without uh, hearing thank you, uh, uh, people clapping for you. Long ago, I said to my wife, I don't need sorry. What I, if I, th- those who are always offended and not able to go on in life, is the, the people who are always sitting down waiting for somebody to come and apologize and say sorry. But if my life should depend on your sorry that you will say, what about if you forget to say it? <laughs> If you forget, does it mean me? I can't pray to my God because of you. I, I will be angry and I can't pray. My no, 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 no. It doesn't depend on you. 
every church member, my wife, my children, they have a forgiveness account with credits. I forgave even before you did that thing against me. Yeah, because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not intending to wait on my lane to destroy my own life. What about if you don't say uh, uh, sorry? There are people that comes to church once in a blue moon. After you help them, things depend on them. They would, even when they are going to, then I'm sitting down angry. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. People will be unthankful and they will be ungrateful and forgetful. But these are the people God wants you to help. Hallelujah. Number two. Hey, our, our time is almost up. Number two. Shepherding people and pastoring people is going to be a burden. Or it's a burden because people will betray you. People will betray you. Like Judas. What did Jesus did wrong to Judas? If you are going to think about Judas, then you will not. You are going to lead people to come to your house. They know where you, you stay. They know because that is the only way Judas could betray Jesus. Because he, Jesus has taken him to his prayer room, Gethsemane. That was Jesus' uh, 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 study and prayer. He resorted there to pray. All the other people don't know. All the other people don't know. So they needed the insider. When they could not find Jesus everywhere, there was one who knew. When Jesus goes for waiting, he knows the hotel, the mountain, Gethsemane. He said, come, I know where they are. He did not. He put the GPS on his phone. He said, I, I will follow. I will, you go, I will follow me. People will betray you. So if you are going to think about how people are be, going to betray you, you wouldn't even want anybody to sit in your car. And sometimes people even sit in your car and they will not say thank you. They come with their uh, dirty feet and other things. Others who are in their minds spoil your seats. They don't even know. They go and you, you have blood in your car. They, you need to clean it. Hey, Some people sit in your car. You need to put your AC off and open the window because the, the perfume they bring into the car. You notice that, yeah, this is a natural uh, perfume. Yeah. This is, this is an international, original international tray produced from the armpit center. And after you help, some people here, you can't even afford to take a taxi, but you have people with four by four coming to drop you, take you different. You don't know that it's because you are in church. People will betray you. Judas, he betrayed Jesus with a kiss. Somebody that multiplied bread for you to eat. Somebody that he chose only 12 people. There were so many people you could have chosen, but he chose you. You don't take it to be a privilege that God has brought you closer to somebody that you have even been given something to do. And you, you, you have your work you are doing. And they are calling you also a pastor in the church. Honorable position makes people respect you and honor you. You, can, you cannot betray Jesus. 
In Psalm 41, verse number 9. Why is the church quiet? Am I doing something wrong? Psalm 41, verse number 9. Can we read together? Yay, my own familiar friend, in whom I trusted, which did eat of my bread, has lifted up his heel. He did not lift the foot or the heel. Jesus, it's a karate kick. Judas, who ate, he, he was trusted so much that he was. Who will you give the money to keep? Yeah, that's why my own family, from whom I trusted, he did not have to buy anything. Who did eat of my bread? He was eating always because of Jesus. But he was able to sell Jesus for 30, 30 runs. He lifted his heel and said, It's a knockout. Bruce Lee made a miss. Went and kissed. He betrayed him with a kiss. Sometimes people you have helped, you are coming together. From school, you are training. We have done shepherds to new believers to school of the word. Uh, a victorious living. The person has now got into a place. He can do Holy Ghost baptism. He can also teach in their days. Then suddenly, he come and tell you that I'm living. From nowhere. Somebody that you have trained. You have trained that, oh, you've put yourself into. You have given your keys. Keys. This is what we do. This is what we do. You make the person a gentleman. You've made the person a lady. Now she can sit and cross her leg. She used to sit. Now there's no body odor. The bad breath is gone. She's become a lady. Now when she looks at you, we've paid your transportation up to now. You started working, you you think that we are burdening you. As you are uh, becoming a shepherd, and your members, I said, oh, they don't have money to come. So if you can help them, say, I, I don't. No. It's not time for you to do that. And I'm saying that this is, you see, but you don't need to react as a shepherd when you see people who betray you. People who, I, I was so surprised. Anytime I read the Bible, can you believe that Peter and all the apostles, they betrayed Jesus. Even Peter, he said he did not know Jesus. But my surprise is not that one. My surprise was that when Jesus resurrected, he did not change his mind about Peter. Hey, you say you don't know me. If it were you, Peter, when the cock crowed thrice, what did? Okay, I say you were the rock, but now you are the mud. I said you were going to be the head. Now you are going to be, not even the tail, you'll be the carcass, the, what will come from the tail. You would have changed your mind. Then. But Jesus, no. Oh, may you be a good shepherd. I said, may you be a good shepherd. He said, Peter, you have betrayed me three times. I want you to confess that you still love me. And if you do, still continue. Yeah. He said that when thou art converted, strengthen the weak. When you overcome your own wickedness towards me. No. Some of us, 
we should be two good shepherds. We should be very good. Because the way you have treated us, when people are treating you the way you have treated us, you don't need to complain. But unfortunately, the people who gave us problems, they are the ones who cannot take nonsense. Who can say, I don't, hey, they, go to hell. Hey! You were in church for three years before you were able to even get you to do your quiet time. Every week you fell. Every week you fell. Every week we had counsel. Counsel after. Now your member after one year, 31st or a beach party is going to do something small. You cannot take it. I can't take it any longer. You, you can't take it. You, you can't take it. You, you, you can't take it. You can take it. Sure. If we couldn't take it, will you be here? If we couldn't take it, you are cursing your members who are criticizing you. And if we look at the things you said about us, if we had cursed you by now, your hair would have removed. All this thing would have gone. Hey. Number three. Hey, people, please be seated. Let, 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 let me preach. I'm trying. Shepherding and pastoring people is such a burden. Why? Because people are wicked. (laughs) Second Timothy chapter 4 verse number 14. People are wicked. People are not people. Second Timothy chapter 4 verse 14. This is when Paul was about to die. He had to tell Timothy certain things. He said, Alexander, the copper smith, did me much evil. The Lord reward him according to his works. <laughs> so, so people are wicked. You put a shepherd over a group if you don't take time. He's sleeping with the members. People, yeah! Instead of bringing the people up, it's pushing them down. And sometimes you, that you have sent your shepherd a message that you love. If if other people loved him, will he be able to save? You have been you you have enjoyed salvation from the person. Now you are using something that God has blessed you to cause a man of God to fall. Are you not wicked? You want to destroy a whole church with uh, something that God has given you. For private use. You, you want to just call somebody to fall. Is it not wickedness? You, you, you can't understand that churches, many souls, many lives depend on this person. And you are trapping the person. People are wicked. They don't care about what they have. They have drunk from this sweet water. And now they are safe to you and they are turning around to cause that person who has helped them to fall. It's like somebody you are drowning. Somebody pulls you up and you push him. After you are come, you push the person in. He said, you made a mistake for helping me. This is how I'm going to pay you back. People are wicked. Yeah. People are, after you have helped people, you have sorted their life out. They will watch you as yours crumble. Yeah. Sometimes you are about to talk to your children and you have a call. You will leave your children and be counseling on phone after your, your ear is hot. 
can't you can't say as though they have put your ear on 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 yeah on a stove or something. They have spoken. Uh, they have spoken. Uh, by the time you go back, your children are falling asleep. You couldn't sit and even help them to do their homework. You couldn't even eat with them. You couldn't. And these same people, they are the ones who speak against pastor's children. They don't know that they are the reason why you did not even have time. Or instead of even putting, I don't, I don't want to say certain things. One day I told a, 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 a certain guy, I said, you are very wicked. What I have been to you, I thought you would rise up and be a kind of who I was to you, even to my children. I still pastor my own children. I need to teach them how to do their quiet time. I led my children one after the other to receive Christ. I have to lead them one after the other to speak in tongues. And I have to teach them to have quiet time. I told him that. I thought you would rise up. I even told you. Be a kind of shepherd to the children. Your problems are on me. You can't turn. And even, not, not only that, you see, to help somebody, you need to be a certain kind. Yeah. Why is the church quiet? Yeah. I mean, how, how can I even entrust my children to you when you cannot deny yourself, when you are still wobbling in sin? Are you a good example that they can follow? So, you, you see, you can't be of help. The wickedness, you, you think about only yourself. You don't think about others. That is why you cannot even, even put up a good behavior so that you become a certain kind of guide, a certain kind of shepherd that little children can follow you. There are people here that I can't put them in, in the children, in the children's, because you were too exposed and you, you are still not stopped. When the children ask you, is it, and the children, what it happens is that they look at your life and they follow. Yeah. So wickedness, you don't care. You don't care that your life is destroying so many things. You don't care that other people depend on you. But God says that don't, don't watch. Still care for them. That's why we don't, we've not sacked you. We know your ways, but you are still here. <laughs> hey. Number four. I'm trying. Number four, pastoring or shepherding people is a burden because they can abandon you suddenly. Second Timothy chapter four, verse number 10. They can abandon you. It's such a burden. Can you imagine you have invested in so many people? You've trained them, trained them, trained them. They can just get a job. A job, small job, and they will never care about the investment. That when they go, there will be nobody to do this, and they will just leave. I had somebody look when we're in Kailicha by the grace of God. God bless us. Our church got to a place where entering, I think, 180, 190 attendance. Then I had somebody that I have put in charge of the schools. He left in a day that I did not. Somebody that would come to my house, I can cook different things for for him. By the way, I'm a good cook. I can cook something. When I cook for you, you can easily (laughs) leave your own food. 
And when I cook, he will always come and say that uh, the, the fish, the one that you fried, I, I like more. That's, I'll put that. Eat as much. How many can somebody they can eat it? I was alone. At the time, my wife has not joined me. Come. You ask my wife, they will come and eat. They, when they come, they will call me the food that they want to eat in my house. <laughs> yeah. And I will, I will organize, I will let my wife organize it for them. I said, we sat down. We sat down. We spoke about God is blessed. Let's pray more. I mean, we need to believe God to cross 200. It means more people are going to heaven. Hey, we're 180, 190. I tell you, he left without saying what I have done. Oh, the members came from 180 to 80. Hey. People have, you, if you've not seen one before, eh? You can easily say that now you can you will never give even anybody even the surplus that fall from your table. Or you will never let anybody be close to you. No. Jesus said, These are the people. People look, for demons has forsaken me. Demons for, forsook Peter, uh, Paul, having loved this present world, and is departed unto Thessalonica, Christians to Galatia, and Titus to Damascia. Can you see? He, they were doing the work together. Demas took his... He, he did not even say, that. Oh, he just left. He said, Demas has forsaken me. People will abandon you. But that is not the reason. You see? So that you don't get shocked. Hello? Hi. You may have 30 people. You are the best one who leads prayer before he will decide to leave you. One day, somebody sat with me, somebody I have brought up, people see, they said, this guy is you. When I'm not around and he comes and something is going on, he knows what I think about it. He said, pastor will have a problem. Let's change this. Let's do this. Exactly. He stayed with me. He taught me the rules. Oh, sometimes it's very painful. But I still love him. In my heart, sometimes I think about it. I say, Lord, are you going to organize him back? It is very painful to see people you have loved forsaking you in there. One, one guy told me, said, Pastor, you, it's okay. Let me go. If it doesn't work out, I will come back. Yes. I said, hey. Yeah, if it doesn't work out. You see, some people can be so assured of your love that they know. That they can more treat you with the love then. And, and, and that is the lot of the, yeah. Yeah, that was the, he, he said it. He said, let me go. If it doesn't, I'll go and try something. If it doesn't work, I will come back. He was so assured of the pastor's love that he could make that statement. And it is true. It is true. I don't like the quietness in the church. <laughs> Number five. Hey, we need to do and go. Number five. People, shepherding people, passion people is such a burden because they are, people are equalizers and disrespectful and impudent. People are equalizers, disrespectful and impudent. Numbers chapter 12, verse number 1 and 2. Is it there in your Bible? 
And Miriam and Aaron speak against Moses because of the Ethiopian woman whom he had married. For he had married an Ethiopian woman. And they said, has the Lord indeed spoken only by Moses? Has the Lord, has he not spoken also by us? And the Lord heard it. You, Aaron, even God got angry with Moses when he was saying that he wants you to join him in the ministry. I mean, that, that, that is what Aaron did not know. That when God was calling Moses and he said you should go, Moses was negotiating with God, or oh, can I let my brother Aaron come? Now you have the audacity to, to criticize the pastor who has prayed for you Lay hands on you for you to get a gift. Now you preach, he preach. You teach, he teach. He prophesy, you prophesy. He lay hands, you lay hands. Sometimes you even contemplate that. I think that I'm a little better than the, the pastor. The pastor comes and said, Oh, that last time I had a dream. So you dream, you've moved, you are having visions these days. People will be equalizers. People will be equalizers. I tell you. People can get to a place, they become so familiar. They become so puffed up. They become, they begin to compare themselves. I could preach this message better. Why, why is the meeting so long? When you did not know how to speak in tongues, we could, we could have a meeting. But now that you are speaking, your, your two by four tongues, it's like, when we say, oh, we are meeting to pray, say, uh, I will pray on my own. They become equalizers. Disrespectful. Look at the scripture. The, the, the scripture is, is, is amazing. Numbers chapter 16, verse 1 to 3. Can we read together? Numbers chapter 16, verse 1 to 3. Quickly. And Korah, the son of Isa, the son of what? Kohat, the son of Levi, and Ditan, and Abram, the sons of Eliab, and On, the sons of Pelage sons of Reuben, took men and they rose up before Moses with certain of the children of Israel, 250 princes of the assembly, famous in the congregation, men of renown. And they gathered themselves together against Moses and against Aaron and said unto them, ye take too much upon you Seeing all the congregation are holy and every one of them. And the Lord is among them. Wherefore then lifted ye up yourself above the congregation of the Lord. You, you were a slave. You were a slave. You were a slave. Now you've been brought out of slavery and this you can gather people. Maybe they should have left you with... Uh, 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 yeah, Pharaoh to beat you properly. <laughs> now he asks, uh, said, 
You take too much. Why are you lifting yourself about? That, that's what people think. Oh, but it shouldn't stop you. Some people will let you feel as though, I mean, you are doing something too much. Yeah. They are going to equalize themselves. But who is a pastor? He's also a, a man. Does he not make a mistake? They, they, that's how they talk. How is everybody uh, uh, succumb to the pastor? Why, why are they? No. Hey. They, they, they begin to talk. But if you are going to look at what people will say to you, oh, you, you will drive and go and visit somebody. You will not even come out. You are, you are going to visit and pray for you. will not even come out and, and say, oh, you are welcome. You will sit in the house and send it there. I'm busy. That's how people become disrespectful. One, one lady after church went to the pastor. So the pastor thought I was going to give maybe a compliment about a message. He said, Pastor, you remind me of my father. So the pastor smiled. And said, he thought that maybe the father, he said, he was so full of himself. He was, he, yeah. He was, he was so full of himself like you. So the pastor did not know what to do, so he kept smiling. <laughs> One guy, one guy that I, I even one guy that I helped, a pastor helped look for a wife for the person. You, the trouble this guy has, has got married. You've just gotten married under one year. You've not even gotten to know yourself. One day he rose up and they said, hey, you need to treat me the way a uh, uh, pastor's wife is treating me. Though it's compared is comparing his one-year marriage to 17 years of laboring in a marriage. Ask the wife, is that how? Do you see? Is that how? Bishop's wife treats him. Treat me the same way. Hey! Equalize is like, is that how you are going to... But you see, he's forgotten that you yourself, you have not even finished paying the lobola even the global the way we paid it. <laughs> they become equalizers. They become disrespectful. Impudent. They will say things to you. They will say things to you. That's why somebody can come and say, why have they reserved uh, the front seat for the pastor? Come, come and sit. <laughs> Or you come and sit on the pastor's chair. It's not respectful. Go to every workplace. The CEO has a place that he packs. Even if it's not there, nobody packs there. It's not wrong for a pastor to have a chair that he sits on. If it is difficult for you, there's something very wrong with you. You are disrespectful. That's why you can go and sleep on your father's and your mother's bed with a man. Because you had that respect. Yeah, that, that spirit is Satan himself. The spirit that rises and tell his creator that I'm coming after you. Like Medoc, I'm coming to get you. <laughs> Medoc, I'm coming. Satan, that is, that, that is, the spirit of disrespect and pride is the spirit of Lucifer himself. Somebody who rises up against, who has set him so. 
he told the uh, 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 people, he said, you don't know my potential. So I will sit on the sides of the north. You don't even know who, how you were created. You are going after the creator. But you see, let me tell you, people will equalize. People will not treat you fairly. There, but it should be. You see, what you are doing, do you think that Jesus was treated fairly? After his own, beat him, despise him, made him naked and crucify him. He turned and said, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they are doing. That shall be your story. As you help others, as you help others, you, you, you take people up and then when it is their time, and their attempt to help you, you will see how they will complain. You don't need to change. Number six, people, pastoring people is such a burden because people are disobedient and rebellious. This reminds me of Saul. Saul was made a king. Bible says when he was small in his own eyes, God made him a king. And he could wait and listen to Samuel, the prophet, the pastor. But when he became a king, he thought he has arrived. Instead of waiting for Samuel to come and offer a sacrifice, he forced himself because of the people around. And he did foolishly. And Samuel said, why have you done foolishly? God was just about to establish your kingdom. Are you here? People who disobey, clearly do this, they will not do it. Don't do this, that's what they will do. There are some people, if you don't want them to do something, that's what you say they should do. Are you getting it? Because they are direct opposites or inverse proportional to the instruction. Their behavior is an inverse proportional to the instruction. If you say sit, they will stand. If you say stand, they will sit. So if you want them to be Christians, you may have to say that be a Muslim. Then. <laughs> hey. Look, people, what, what is the word that we don't preach over here? People will not obey the word, though. Pray, have your quiet time, join the fasting day, dress well, don't be almost naked like the madman in Gadara. We, have, we say it, we, we will fry the word, we will boil it, we will cook it, we will, we will roast it. Just, yeah. Steam it. They will not do it. Then people will see that they will ask you, ah, what kind of church do you go to? That your behavior is like, people will not obey. They will let you be, but you don't need, sometimes you see your own member and you want to dodge. <laughs> Have you seen one before? You see your member, the breast is out. The, and, and these people, when they see, they want to come and hug you. <laughs> before they will come and hug you, they will just shake their breast like that. They shake their breast there. And you are looking, where am I going to pass? Hey! <laughs> Hallelujah! The last one, but not the least. Shepherding people is such a burden because people do not understand and they do not respond. It's such a burden. Many people don't even understand that God has called them and those who understand will also not respond. Some people know what they need to do for the sheep. but they, So it's such a burden. You are, you are talking to somebody who knows what he should do, but he decided that he won't do it. Even you are telling him that, look, pray. 
the things you are going through, pray. You will not pray. Do you understand? People don't understand that, look, the way they are living is going to bring all of us. And sometimes they, they will tell you that, Pastor, it's my own life. Let me live the way. No, the reason why we don't want you to. Do you think that we cannot leave you to live your life? Yeah, if we are a bad shepherd, we will allow you. But you see, a shepherd knows that relationship with the sheep is not an arm's relationship. If we don't force you to go to school and to do the right things, we ourselves will have to now, when you are old with gray hair and you don't have food to eat, we now need to come and take you to hospital, buy your medication, and you will be a burden on us. Yeah, that's why it looks like we are forcing you. But if you were bad shepherds, we will leave you to your own ways. You, you will see what would have happened to you. But somebody said, ah, it's my own life. It's not your own life. Now we have joined, you have joined us to your life. Whatever happens to you, it happens to us. There is not a win unless we have won together. It should be a win-win situation. Hallelujah. Yeah. But people don't understand. People don't understand that your joy is my... How do I sleep and sleep when my members have filled their exams and they are crying? I mean, if you are a good shepherd, you will notice that you will look for a math teacher, math lead teacher, everything that you, you will do. I have to organize people. No, you need to go. You, you cannot. Hallelujah. And sometimes people are doing things. You say that, forgive your mother. Forgive your father. Don't say this. He said, no, pastor, you don't know. Me, I don't know. You see, when your father curses you from the prison, or he lifts his hand and said, you will see. Already you are seeing, but the person said, you will see. Hey! How, how, how will life then when the life is difficult, now we, we need to pray for you. We need to pour oil. We need to lay hands. We need to lay feet. We need to hammer your head. Different things to break away cases. Meanwhile, if you had only listened and forgiven your uh, father and had not spoken against I was telling a lady that the same father who was naked in his Noah, the same father, the same day, the same time, Two people got blessed from a naked. It's not like another year. Somebody saw it and he couldn't handle. And two people saw it and they got blessed. Ham went to look at the father's nakedness, brought a bad report, laughing at hey, come and see, come. But the same day, two other children refused to see the father. It's not like another day. The same person. There's a type of a son, there's a type of a daughter who refuses to see, who refuses to comment about wrong things. Say, I don't, have, I, will, I don't even want to see the problem of my father. But others who, yes, others who say, my father is always shouting on me. My father is this, that. But this same father who was naked, shouting, and the other two people were able to cover. Do, do you understand? So the problem is not your father. The problem is you. The problem is you. Because the two people, it wasn't another year. It was the same day, the same year. That they did not fall by what they saw. What am I saying? As you become a shepherd, people, the last one, 
Hmm? People don't understand. And people don't respond. Yeah, you can see this person is called. God wants to use, he will give himself to maybe going to do waste management course or something to waste his life. Meanwhile, you can see that this person, no, do this, do this. But this will not shock you. Hallelujah. These are the people that you have been called to help. These are the people. Peter, from day one, Jesus said, follow me, I will make you fishers of men. Even when Jesus died, he took seven of the people, he said, we are going and fishing. Somebody, can you believe, somebody that you have been called, that come and follow me, before too long, Jesus said, you'll be the rock upon which I will build my church. Jesus died, and you take seven of the disciples that you are leading them rather against what you have been called to do. And yet, when Jesus resurrected, he never cursed him. He came. So people, people don't understand. Peter did not understand. I have been called, I have been prepared, I have been trained for this. He was doing the opposite. Sometimes people do the direct opposite of what you expect them to do. We don't need to be worried. Behave like Jesus. One day they will change. This same Peter, one, a time came when they wanted to crucify him. He said, you can't crucify me the way you crucify my Lord and Savior. Crucify me upside down. Hallelujah. Amen. The young shall grow. The people who are sheep today, they will become shepherds. Hallelujah. Amen. It is our time. It is our season for you to teach. You've been taught. It's a time for you to give. You've been given. It's, a, it's time for you to shepherd because you have been a sheep before. Care, love, guide, and bring solution. And as you do, God will bless you. Father, we thank you. We bless you. Oh, yes. May the shepherd in anointing be upon us like never before. We thank you. We bless you. Just say Thank you to the Lord for making you a shepherd. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Quickly. Father, we thank you and we bless you. In Jesus' name. We hope you've been blessed by the word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.